2: Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. You're here and we're here. What more do you want? Actually, you could want more because Pete Donaldson's not with us. But my name is Marcus Speller, and your name is still Jim Campbell. Yep. Your name is still Luke Moore.
1: It is. Hello. All uh, right. So you have the thrilling three. The mm-hmm. thrilling three. <laughs> yes. Is that better than the Fab oh, Four? We would we would fail to solve a lot of crime.
3: We've got um, t-shirts we sell with fours or ramble on them. Yeah. Maybe we could sh- get some printed up called the Thrilling Thrillist. Three, <laughs> yeah. just in case one of us is missing.
1: No, uh, no, it's just us. Pete's not in. No, but you Pete could have, turn up if he wants you want to. You could have Velcro, Velcro
3: faces, and you could just re- just re- re- readjust them. Yeah,
1: you could have had the How Thrifty Three, that?
3: the Thrifty. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't really. I'm not that thrifty. I'm th- the not the thrifty. theoretical.
1: Three. No, we're all very much real.
3: Not sure <laughs> where you're going with this. I think th-
1: you know that we're thrilling. Don't yeah. keep going.
3: The yeah. Thursday three, yes, okay, yeah, sort of, yeah.
2: <laughs> Can you move on? Okay, yeah,
1: uh, wonderful. Uh, the
3: Threadbare three <laughs> is, is probably more accurate.
1: There you go. Any more? for anyone. The Throbbing three.
2: <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, don't look he at me. He said it. Don't look I, at me I like said that. it
1: so we'd move on. Thanks. Yeah, yeah.
3: Right. Let that be the final word on it.
1: Okay. The thrinal word. <laughs> Right, Norwich
2: are up against Sunderland. It's a Mm. six-pointer. I'll
3: tell you what now, if you're a Norwich fan or a Sunderland fan, you are listening to this show, Mm. and they are out there. We met a bunch of Sunderland fans uh, on the live show we did last week. Um, We were in Newcastle. If you're anything like me... And what I'm like with my of my team, you are dreading this chat, <laughs> yeah, because you, you're 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 weirdly compelled by all the yeah. information you can get about it, but you're also terrified.
1: You want someone to tell you it's all going to be all right, and you know it's not, so yeah. they can't.
3: And we are not going to do that,
1: uh huh, for either of you. Yeah, 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 that's
2: right. That is absolutely right. It is a six pointer, though, Jim. You cannot deny. If can I, can win- I
3: make? Sorry, before you move on, can I make an argument that it's actually a nine pointer? Because it, it massively affects Newcastle as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, Doesn't fun. it?
2: It's the first nine pointer we've had. In the for history a while. of the Premier League. Could be. Uh, if Norwich win, there will be seven points above Sunderland, who still have a game in hand, but the way it's going, you wouldn't uh, trust them to get too many points from that one. If, if, um, listen, I,
3: you know I me, mean? I don't like to, to make a frivolous prediction, but if, Nor- if Norwich win, it's over. It, it is over yeah, I it think is for Newcastle is.
2: a lot of the Newcastle fans we chatted to at the, uh, the live show last
1: week they were the, held their hands up and said "Yeah, yeah they've sort of accepted it in the way that Aston Villa's players have mm. um and <laughs> yeah harsh. I, I, harsh. I, I, harsh true true yeah, yeah true I, I, I it's, think,
2: they, it's not harsh
1: I think Sunderland <laughs> absolutely have what they need to beat Norwich I know Norwich beat them in the corresponding fixture earlier in the season but I think Newcastle if, did beat Norwich 6-2 yeah of course as well a long like, time uh, ago Norwich, <laughs> Norwich aren't Norwich aren't great they're sort of I think maybe being talked up a little over Sunderland, um, but you know, J- like Jermaine Defoe can make all the difference, he only needs a half chance, and yeah. I think Norwich will probably provide, you know sometimes one and a half chances. True, sometimes he does need more than a half chance. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not going to argue with but that but you know
3: what I mean <laughs> to further compound um, the uh, implied Sunderland misery here oh. uh, their record against Norwich is actually very poor as well mm. they haven't beaten Norwich um, in the last five games it's been uh, Norwich beat them 3-1 at, at the stadium a lot earlier in the season as you touched on Jim Norwich were quite good I remember that game it's the second game of the season uh, second week of the season Norwich were pr- pretty good Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and, and there's not really anything to suggest that Sunderland can do an awful lot away from home uh, against Norwich, they're, they're they're in a bit of a funny position because they 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 started to build a bit of a platform under Big Sam, who's a yeah. bit of a relegation specialist. And, he, and and but the thing is, he not a re- relegation escape specialist. He's, mm. he's never been relegated as a manager. I, did, I wouldn't he? say he's an escape specialist, but he's never been relegated as a manager. No. Has he? Well, it's not bad, then, is it?
2: No, but I, I don't know about escape. His teams never linger too much around the relegations, unusually. Well, well, quite. What better escape quite. is that?
3: But when, when you talk about saying, oh, you say that Jose Mourinho's never been relegated, that's not as impressive, is it? Because Big Sam has always managed, or, or has at least on occasion managed, got unfashionable teams yeah. who otherwise would have been threatened with it. All is right. that fair? All right. I was trying to be pithy. You made me expand on it, and I, I've done that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they were building a bit of a platform, and then they obviously faced the league leaders and were beaten um, beaten by Leicester, and, and, and that's that. Mm. Um, so... It's going to be interesting to see how they react. It really is. It gets, yeah. And the pressure is going to be huge.
1: Allardyce had a little dig at Arsene Wenger again this week. And I can't even remember Still what it Still manages was. to
2: find time for yeah, that. Yeah, but not the, focused,
1: is he? <laughs> not focused. It reminded me that with all Arsenal's troubles, I've I've completely forgotten to enjoy Big Sam being right down there amongst it. So, <laughs> if anything, yeah. it was a nice reminder.
2: I think um, if, if uh, Arsene Wenger is asked to comment on that, he should reply use the same reply to what Mark Hughes once said about Arsene Wenger actually saying uh well he thought that your team was poor and they didn't turn up and play football that's what he that's what he that's what he said and Hughes just went did he?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I thought you were going to say, and I would endorse this approach. Yeah. He should do what Alex Ferguson did to Wenger uh-huh. uh, when he came. He's come over here from Sunderland, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: oh, okay. but it's, it's
3: perhaps not surprising that Norwich are um, eleven to eight with bet three six five to win this game. So um home to Sunderland, uh, and ten pounds on that will return you twenty three pounds seventy five for so thirteen pounds seventy five profit.
1: Mm. It's it, it, going to be very odd in the northeast if both Sunderland and Newcastle go down. They won't know what to and, do with themselves. And Middlesbrough come up, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Imagine Middlesbrough Imagine going for the position it. I have been in to be being the
3: only North on East team.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it won't be good. I mean, Sunderland—they haven't won since mid February against Manchester United. Norwich have won two. <laughs> it's That's crazy. Sounds funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's this, ridiculous. This isn't season
3: it? is absolutely ridiculous for that yeah. sort of stuff.
2: Uh, Norwich have won two of their last three matches. Norwich are the favourites, they me. are. Look at, look at the peak form. For me, for the, me.
3: Look at the peaks form in the right time of the season at both ends of the table. Look at the pressure Leicester have been under and they've won five in a row and they haven't conceded a single goal. Yeah. Yeah, that is going to be the difference between them winning the title and not. Look at the form teams down at the bottom and Norwich getting um, six points. From their last three games Massive I thought you
2: were going to say and Norwich getting six points From this one No it's just called no oh, right, I don't actually get it No,
3: no. Well, They have got six From their last three games though, Mark. I,
2: ha- I actually have played In a six pointer Many moons ago it was Six points Because it fixed your congestion And you yeah. got it Over the 90 minutes But then other times on, on, on Sunday morning football You'd play two games Half an hour each way Back to back
1: I'd rather just play the 90 Oh so
3: where I come from mm. On the Sunday morning When you had the double bankers Because You, of you the have to pitch, kill a young
1: virgin then. So that the <laughs> crops don't fail <laughs> We did But that was nothing To do with football Right <laughs> Right. That's nothing to do with football. <laughs> I didn't
3: think it was. No, that's every other day of the week. Um, <laughs> we used to do an hour. Um, so you, you it would sometimes get into the situation where you hadn't played another team at all. Yeah. So you'd have to play an hour each way, mm. but each result was taken as separate. Oh, right. So you play an hour game with no break, and that's one game, and then you play another hour, which would essentially be a second half, but it would be a, treated as a second g- separate game.
2: I prefer just 90 minutes, six points.
3: Okay, yeah, I can see the I can wow. see the reason. I think there might be some sort of rule where they have to fulfil the fixture though, and I think they might not get as many subs if they don't pay as many games. Oh, I see. So it has to it has to be done in that way. Less
2: chances for the the rest booking players and, and racking up the fines. Yeah, money uh, for the league.
3: Has Big Sam been calling for this to happen? I don't <laughs> know. No? Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. <laughs> Well, it would be surprised if, when they lose narrowly to Norwich, about what two one or something like that, he just comes back out and goes, "Let's have another game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Double or quits." That's the fact you we said. We weren't ready. Six-quarter. Yeah,
3: I've dub- I've never been relegated. I'm not ready. <laughs> Double or quits.
2: Uh, well, uh, absolutely. The other end of the table, Leicester are playing West Ham. A tricky one for the Foxes. Now, if they win, then they beat S- Swansea. They set up a chance to win the league at Old Trafford.
1: <sighs> that would be the most this season thing that could happen. Bloomin' glorious. Yeah. It really, and, and if not, if that doesn't happen, they could still win the league at Chelsea. <laughs> so that's, that's exactly what they don't want, though, isn't it? Going yeah. into that last day, True. going to Stamford Bridge, needing to get something. Yeah,
3: but it would be interesting if, because they play at Stamford Bridge on the it's on the very last day of the yeah. season. Mm. Be interesting if they, Guard if, of Honor, if they went to Stamford Bridge, lost, but results went not there, and they won the league anyway. Yeah, <laughs> not bothered, not bothered, Whatever.
2: we'll take it. Yeah, uh, West Ham are looking likely to miss out on Champions League place, although it's not over. I mean, this season has been a, a funny one, but they want a Europa League spot. They want. European football going into the new stadium next season mm. and especially they'll be, they'll be hungry for this one having just been beaten
1: by Manchester United and FA Cup. Yeah and also they've actually drawn three games before that haven't they so their form has, has been a little bit patchy but um, it, they're still a, a tough proposition and I, I think Leicester were criticised a fair bit after the game against Sunderland even though they won 2-0 for the way they played being maybe a little bit cagey and, and I, I think they were very tidy on the ball uh, for most of that game and they actually managed the game very very well and I think if they're as committed as they were in that that they'll they'll be fine, but you know, with Dimitri Payet in the team and the the you know the ability he has from dead balls, be that as a shot or a, or a. You know, a, a, a crafting of a he chance for someone those else. He brings dead balls to life. He Jim. certainly does, doesn't he? That that is always, always a threat. So what, what I mean is that 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 commitment from Leicester has to be absolutely top notch the whole way through. It they can't give away silly fouls. You know, they've, they've got to be really on top of their game. You know, that's been true in every game so far, and they they have stepped up to it. But they, they've just got to keep this intensity up. Luke, did you enjoy the
2: dig? That West Ham gave Manchester United ahead of kickoff in that FA Cup game. Backfired, didn't it? It did mm. backfire. They, they tweeted from their uh, official account Hey, Man United, just a quick reminder that kickoff is at 7pm. Wouldn't want you to be late for the match. Smiley, winky face with tongue out. Um,
3: we, we weren't late. We were on time and we beat you. And West yeah, Ham what,
2: didn't turn up. That's,
3: that's <laughs> yeah. what I would tweet back now if I had a chance. If I was on the Man United uh, Twitter, I'd say, We were on time and we beat you in the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, didn't see this tweet. Was busy winning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I like all this. No, not It's don't, a sort either. of official clubs. It's a bit folksy, like, isn't it? It is. It's, mm. it's like when brands try and be your mate, and you can see right through it. And yeah. it's, it's just a bit... Hey, just, yeah. we noticed you haven't swung by our
3: T-shirt store for a while. Yeah. How about you pop in and say hello for a cuppa, and we'll give you 10%. How about you yeah. leave me the f- you're alone? You're not an
1: innocent smoothie.
3: <laughs> no, you're not. Get lost. Innocent innocent smoothies were the first company to do this, mm. and they, they are, still do yeah, it. They are guilty here. <laughs> They are so they are very so twee,
1: guilty that, smoothies. Yeah, they're so
3: twee that they innocent
1: are guilty.
3: Let me bit this point out, it's very important. It's it be the most important thing that's going to be said in this show oh, this I week. I wish we had a ukulele. <laughs> on the win- on on the winter releases of their bottles of drink, they put little hats on the bottles. Oh, just knitted because knitted twee hats. And they encourage you to do the same. I uh, well. encourage you to do the same. Um, I want to make a, a, a if, I, if I may, yeah. let me know if we've got time. No. I want to make a quick football <laughs> point.
1: Um, and, and <laughs> what,
3: Now! Yeah, I know. Of all, of all, of all times. <laughs> um, I think that it's interesting how Leicester are keen or, or sort of perfectly happy for, um, to invite People to attack them down the flanks. Yeah. Mm. Now, I think they think that we've got Wes Morgan and we've got Robert Huth and we've got Cassius Michael in good form. We can deal with that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We can deal with that fine. There's no problem. We'll take that all day. And I'm going to be very interested to see if they continue with that tactic with Andy Carroll in big form. Mm. Because if Andy Carroll. Mm is on form as we saw him against Arsenal with a hat-trick he's capable of causing absolute havoc he's a wrecking yeah. ball in there he was on also day.
1: excellent against Manchester United despite the, the fact that he lost
3: he him. was I wonder I wonder a couple of things I wonder if he can still do it three games a week because this is what's going to be asked of him I wonder if he's going to be on form enough to, 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 to be able to physically dominate those two players um, and if he can I think he can have a real impact on the game I do it's uh, a good point that they, um, Bet365 make Andy Carroll 15-2 to to score the first goal in this game um, so £10 on that returns you £85 uh, £75 uh, profit It's one to keep an eye on he really is yeah. I, I fully understand though that Leicester may change their tactics accordingly
2: yeah absolutely we're going to talk more Premier League action after this Hi I'm Frank are you are listening to the Football Ramble Foot, Football Ramble
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: welcome back to the football Rumble preview show sponsored by Bet three six five chelsea play manchester city mm. is it a big one <laughs> it was yeah I it
3: still is you can, yeah. you can, you can um, imagine several TV execs rubbing their hands together at the start of the season going we're definitely showing this one <laughs> yeah. we're definitely showing this one
2: yeah well Manchester City have, have picked up the pace a bit since Kevin De Bruyne has come back yeah. in the side
1: my goodness he gives them more impetus in, in attack is there a danger of European fatigue though they had a big night no, against, against Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, After the Lord Mayor show, isn't it? Yeah, you I
2: see think, it happen. I mean, yeah, they are in the semi-final. I think Pellegrini will definitely be putting his eggs into the Champions League basket. Yes. The draw hasn't happened at the time of recording, so uh, we don't know who they're going to play. Uh, although they, they could play uh, against Bayern Munich, of course. A lot of people have said that that would be quite funny if Pep Guardiola's uh, Bayern Munich came up uh, against them. An interesting point was made, wasn't it? Um, Pep Guardiola, when he took over... Bayern Munich Bayern Munich had just won the Champions League they just yeah. won the treble and then he Tough came gig yeah and and so uh,
3: therefore then his, he came in and didn't do that
2: <laughs> this is the point I'm making have Man City
3: selected the correct man is that what you're going to say well it,
2: it, wouldn't it be funny if Manchester City won the Champions League mm. knocking out Guardiola's Bayern on the way and then but, and then Guardiola has to go there and again it's the same yeah. scenario
3: uh, it's, it's almost like he's saying I will only take the job if the team are already European champions <laughs> make <laughs> it harder for me yeah
2: <laughs> that's the standards that he's keeping I mean they could, Manchester City could buy Atletico Madrid I mean that would be a, a tough one obviously the Atletico Madrid president said about his team we like to annoy people yeah, uh, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, and they really annoyed Barcelona, didn't they?
3: Can you remember when Man City played Manchester United in the derby and Rashford scored? Yes. And we were saying, why is Demarcois playing? Blah blah blah. Why is he playing? He could possibly play like a young centre back with a bit more pace, and they could handle it a bit better. Tell you what, those two defenders yeah. looked good against uh, mm. PSG, didn't they? They did. They Did very well. Well,
2: it was it, that will be very encouraging for Man City fans because Mangala
1: hasn't had the best of times mm. in a sky people, blue shirts. People forget about Mangala um, because he costs a lot of money. He's only 24 years old. You know, mm. he's still learning his trade. And it's a big step up from the Portuguese league. Sometimes it's going to take a player a season or so. It's
3: like it was an absolute, obviously, it was an absolute millstone around his neck, that that transfer for him. Yeah. He, he, I mean, I. I Marcus, you've got a better memory for this sort of stuff than me. Was he really good in this debut and then he was terrible? He got I sent off or something like that? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was something. He was either terrible in this debut and got sent off, or he was great in this debut and then got sent off in the next I game. I think
1: he might have scored an own goal quite early. Right. As well, okay. he had a torrid time against Liverpool in particular. How are you
3: thinking let, of Jonathan Woodgate? Let me broaden this out a bit.
1: He did something once that was bad. Yeah. And now he's <laughs> bad forever. No, I don't agree with that. No, no, I yeah. That's hard. That's too that's, far. That's narrative. Yeah, yeah. Said it again.
2: Yeah. Nice one, Jim. Uh, Deal with it. Uh, listeners. Man, Man that they, they, they do need. Need to to pick it up in the league if they want that Champions League spot, unless of course they, they they win the whole competition. I've got a bit.
3: I've got a bit of a cush.
2: But it would be odd if I mean, th- but they do though. Those players, Guardiola, will be on the phone saying, "I want Champions League football next yeah. year, boys. Don't mess this up."
3: Mm. I've got no beef with Guardiola. I think he's a good guy and he's a great manager, obviously. But it would <laughs> be funny to see a the Europa League. <laughs> yeah, hang on,
2: it would be. What uh, What if Manchester City, by the time the Champions League, they get to the Champions League final? Mm. And but at the time they've dropped out the top four and they can't qualify in the top four. And in the final
3: they're against Bayern Munich. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> it's like it's like one of Pete's Kevin, King, Choose Your own Adventure games. <laughs> Why well, don't let them behind the curtain? That's a little, just a little hint, yeah. a little taster
2: <laughs> for the live show. Yeah,
3: um, yeah. That
2: well, of course, Guardiola will uh, remain a professional and go out and try to win the game. and we shall shall move on quickly because we'll support him in that venture yeah because there are men in suits who are looking at me (laughs) and pointing Uh, but yeah uh, Chelsea need to win if they want to stay in if they want a top half finish but
3: don't you find it fascinating how the This game is essentially like a a bit of an also ran. We're talking, (laughs) this would be a cast iron 10 out of 10 thigh rubber most seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And it's not really, listen, Marcus Speller on his running orders put it third on the bill. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, this is is a warm up (laughs) game. It's Man City just sort of blundering along in fourth, playing a mid table team. Yeah. That's just a fact of the matter, isn't it? Yeah.
2: And if you're thinking of their mid table, they're 10th
1: right there. Yeah. Bang in the middle. middle. And also, I mean, Hiddings just had his first loss, hasn't he? Yeah. In the the league, um, where they lost to Swansea. And um, we've seen with Chelsea already this season, even under hitting, because they've, they've drawn quite a few games, their confidence is really, really brittle. So this actually comes at a pretty bad time for them as well.
2: Yeah, I think it's an interesting one. But Manchester City, they have picked it up, and it's largely t- due to Kevin de Bruyne, I would suggest, mm. uh, and maybe one or two other things. I think
3: he's a fantastic player. He offers them something different. And the thing I liked, I think I said this around the beginning of the season when I thought Man City would do a lot better than they actually have. Um, they have such a different selection of types of players behind the striker. So they can essentially adapt their forward play depending on who they're playing against. Yeah. So you know, you've got Navas who can hit the byline. Sterling, he likes to cut inside. You've got David Silva, who's tricky. De Bruyne offers them something completely. De Bruyne, it's hard to explain because, because, um, we're still sort of getting to know him a little bit, but he seems to have absolutely everything in his locker. That goal yeah. against PSG was such a nice finish. Yeah. Beautifully sort of a whipped finish with the mm. inside of the boot.
1: So hard to do that and so precise. He can only be of aiming to do exactly what he did, and it's such a tight margin.
3: To beat the keeper from that distance yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Utterly glorious. Uh, Arsenal are at home to Crystal Palace Yeah. In- the... Uh, Sorry to cut No, no, on, no. Go on. The, uh, the the hashtag doing the rounds for this. Obviously, we had a little look at the uh, Premier League preview. Uh, is of course, ask cry, which I think sums up both teams <laughs> in how they feel right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, why don't they go for Nalpal? <laughs> pal? I don't right? get it. Yeah. Arsenal now. Yeah, I think Palace Arse, Pal. Pal. Yeah. That would re- it? how it would read. Yeah. Arse cry is both now? better yeah. and worse.
3: Or Ace Nell. Yeah, again,
2: another one. Uh, Palace drew nil nil with Everton midweek, and Pard said that uh, Everton knew they were fortunate to come away with the point.
3: I think as, as, as much as I'm pay- as much as I'm paying to side with Pardy on this, and that is a ridiculous quote. Everton are bad; they are bad. They're they really, they a yeah. bad team. Yeah, you know, how how Ross Barkley's in that Young Player of the Year? It's an absolute disgrace. I could name you five players much better than him. Like, how is Eric Dyer not on that list? Mm. Well, yeah. Come on, Ross Barkley's not had a very good season. Everton aren't having a bad season. Are having a great season. You're telling me there are two forward players being selected in the Young Player of the Year Awards from Everton and the only teams in the Premier League who've won fewer games than Everton this season are Norwich, Sunderland, Newcastle and Aston Villa. Everton yeah. have had a terrible season. I
1: There's think... absolutely no reason they should yeah. be in there. I think the explanation for that is a bias towards forward players in, in those awards uh, because oh, as we've said many times true, yeah. the individualism in sport is, is silly, isn't it? And things like this you know, show that up. Uh, Barkley, I think, has had a, a reasonably decent season. He's had some good moments. He's and certainly I think, progressed.
2: and I think, yeah, And I think people want him to be there. In this kind of award, but yeah, I mean, if 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 you are right in saying that Eric Dyer is not in that award, he's not. No, that's ridiculous. Hmm.
3: It's, it, I think you know there, there is Deli
2: Ali will, will be. Uh, I think Deli Ali will probably win, win it. it. He'll win it. Yeah,
3: and but I think I do think you know, and, and, and you know, Jim might thank me for this, but Spurs Spurs players deserve to be more well represented in those lists. They, oh, yeah. they do because Spurs are having the best season they've had in the Premier in the Premier League history. Mm. And they've been so overlooked because of what Leicester are doing. They're not getting. They're not getting a look in. It's 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 a bit silly, really. Now I know that there's an element that we should add to this. The caveat is that it's voted for by sort of rival uh, other players.
1: So Uh, also in like what is it February. Uh, yeah, earlier in the uh, season. No, 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 the, the, it does happen in April. Right. Yeah, but that's still April, a weird, oh, okay. that's
3: still weird timing though. Because, yeah. because it, because, well, then, I'll tell you why it's weird timing, because it's all, vote, the voters are, the votes have been cast, right? And this is going to be announced. If, if Leicester drop off a cliff and Spurs through yeah. Eric Dyer, yeah. Eric Dyer scores a hat trick in the final game of the season to win the
1: league. Mm. And he's not even selected. I well, mean, you wouldn't also, go on that one game, well, but I take the point. But yourself. it's re- absolutely ridiculous when you consider it means that Jack Wilshire won't even be considered. <laughs>
3: True. I saw. I tell you what. I saw him. Sky Sports News was showing um highlights of his reserve game the other day. Yeah. It might have actually been yesterday. He looked a bit porky. Did really? he? He looked a bit porky. I'm yeah, telling you. I'm yeah. sure he does. Yeah. Had a lot
1: of exercise. No. he? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty basic. Also,
3: I can, apparently, you can sort of tend to put on weight when you give up smoking. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well recognised oh, byproduct.
1: Come on, mate. Yeah. He's, he's, not, giving he's up not giving up smoking. <laughs> <up laughs> <laughs> <laughs> the last
2: uh, images I saw of him, I couldn't tell because he was hiding behind the bins. So yeah,
3: right. Looking for like, looking for butts, apparently.
2: <laughs> Allegedly.
3: Um, but oh, Arsenal
2: are crying. Arsenal are playing Palace. Uh, Irish pundit Eamon Duffy quite a Larry pundit, if you've yeah. ever seen any he of his is work. fantastic. He is, great, great value. Uh, said that Arsene Wenger is turning into Al Pacino's character from any given Sunday. <laughs> I was gutted he didn't say Scarface. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that,
3: because he's that guy's like a very passionate sort of... I don't imagine Wenger ever really being that passionate. No, it's an yeah. odd comparison. But Wenger... I, I, I don't have any particular reason to sort of have a go at Wenger... For, in this context, but you know, sometimes you can imagine a manager getting really passionate and the players really getting on board with it. Someone like Diego Simeone, I can't imagine Wenger doing that. No, I can imagine them just sort of looking at their phones,
1: well, very measured and calm, <laughs> isn't he? That's very much his management style, which perhaps is, uh, the game has moved on from. Um, but both teams um, drew recently, following wins that were a little bit restorative. So um, effectively, they're kind of both looking to re-establish a bit of confidence. So it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out. The home crowd's very important. They've got to be behind Arsenal because, as I say, confidence is really, really important for both mm. of these teams. If if the crowd starts to get jittery again, um, it, it just you see how it affects the team.
3: Yeah. you'd imagine that neither team have got much to play for now. I mean, Arsenal, you're pretty confident they're going to stay.
1: And I th- I no, think Arsenal have got they've Arsenal got Manchester want to City, overhaul Spurs.
2: Yeah, Manchester City are two points behind Arsenal, and and Arsenal will they've y- got to get it over the line, haven't they? They've got to secure. Yeah, it. and also as well, if if Arsenal could finish higher than Spurs, that I think that would go some way of making up for not probably winning the Can league. I say
3: something controversial that you're not going to agree with Jim? I don't think the Arsenal players care that much about that.
1: Uh I I'd think that's nonsense.
3: And I don't think I also don't think that they can get enough I think Spurs can get enough points. Spurs have got enough home games. They've got two decent winnable home games and they've got a away game against Newcastle, they already be relegated. I don't think, I don't think they're going to go above mm-hmm. sort of Tottenham. I don't think it's...
1: Uh, whether that happens or not, I don't think it will be like, uh, due to a lack of uh, them, them not oh, caring no, I, about I, finishing above Tottenham. I, don't I think, think they probably linked. care more about that than, than the league.
3: I don't think that's linked. I think, I think that the reason they can't do it is because I just don't think they're going to get enough points. <clears> and Spurs are, what I suppose, six points ahead of them. I know Arsenal have got a game in hand, but Spurs are six points ahead of them, I think. So So I don't see them getting enough points to be able to do that, because I don't think Spurs are going to drop enough, because Spurs have got their own motivations. But I I would be surprised, and you know Arsenal better than me, Jim, and I'm not trying to wind you up, but I do think this, half that team, Arsenal team, don't care enough.
1: Arse cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all
2: that was. Uh, okay, fair enough then. Fair enough, we move on to our bet of the week. We do?
3: You're looking at me? Yeah. Is that my Is that my thing to do? All right, well, Jim, yeah. do you want to
2: do it? No. I can do it. I'm happy to do it. Newcastle United, they're at home to Swansea. And uh, we've all thought to ourselves Mitro's on fire. Your defence is terrified. We're going to have Mitrovic to score.
3: And we've also, yeah, because we also thought that the one thing Pete really, really wants and needs is <laughs> Mitrovic to score. So in his absence, in his honour, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll back him uh, as I bet that we bet thought,
1: three. What would the old Alan Shearer do? It's <laughs> score. It's score. Yeah. yeah. So obviously it figures that the new Alan Shearer would do exactly the same. Well, then- fingers crossed. Well, the latest Alan Shearer would would
2: try and get them out of a relegation battle and fail. Yes. Huh. And then go <laughs> That's home That's what in. he did, didn't he? Yeah.
3: yeah, he did. I know he did. But yeah. Pete, all I'm saying is Pete's not here to defend himself.
2: Mitro's on fire. Your defence is terrified.
3: Do you want me to do the bet the week or what? Go on, then. That's well, why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> Our good friends at Prostate Cancer UK. Yeah. I bet of the week with Bet365 is Alexander Mitrovic to score at any time during the game against Swansea yep. at 15-8. to eight. So £50 on that uh, returns £143.75, including the stakes, so a £93.75 pence profit. All proceeds will go to Prostate Cancer UK, of course. Um, but please remember, you must be over the age of 18 to bet and gamble responsibly. For more information on responsible gambling, go to gamblerware.co.uk.
2: Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Do we have any correspondence to finish with?
3: We do. Do you want to do your Paolo Maldini mention first? I do. Mm. This was this was my highlight. Uh,
2: highlight of the week. It was good to see Paolo Maldini's son, captain the Milan under nineteens, could follow in the footsteps of his father and of course his grandfather Cesare Maldini, who died recently. Mm.
3: I've got two points to make on that. One is: Do you is it the same son who famously did that tackle on Egg Davids in Hopefully a, in a half time oh, sort of muck No, around? it wasn't Davids. It was Sadov, wasn't yeah. it? Oh mate oh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, it was the same guy. That's great to see him play. Yeah, to, to come. It was the it
1: side. a big, big tackle.
3: Yeah. It it was amazingly timed it was Uh, like a chip off the old block stuff.
1: I don't think think sorry mate I don't think there's a footballing son I want to see succeed more no I I agree with that but the second point I want to make is that um, sadly for him
3: uh, that's not going to affect our judgment or our uh, appreciation for the great man and the, and the great name he carries. Uh, he hasn't inherited his father's good looks. Oh. Which is a shame. Okay. So what we can all relate to.
1: He's <laughs> 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 still young. True, sure, yeah, he might, might grow into him. his face. Might grow into them, yeah. We Brilliant. might grow into our faces. You never know. We've got to have faith. Still time. Yeah, still time. You've got to have faith. Faith. Yeah. yeah, Luke. Um, do you want? I've got a few
3: highlights of the week here. A few, few bits and pieces from 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 listeners who've got in touch. Um, Kevin Crows has said my highlight of this week is the oldest club in Holland, Sparta Rotterdam, winning the Jupiter League and getting promoted to the Eredivisie. Their nickname is the Castle Lords. Nice. <laughs> they play at the Castle. Nice. Which is also celebrating its hundredth year anniversary. Ah, Nothing, brilliant! H- how much tradition do you want in one Facebook? Yeah. Uh, and uh, what else have we got? Oh, this is oh, this one made me laugh. I mean, you might have had this one before, but I hadn't. Steve Gartshaw said, "If Kante doesn't win PFA Player of the Year award, he'll probably go and take it off whoever wins it."
2: Nice, <laughs> <laughs> like
1: that. Yeah. Love it.
3: This is good, and I've also got a couple of emails. Do you want those?
1: Yeah, yeah. We've got Give talk. us some okay. correspondules.
3: Just a couple of quick emails here. Um, yeah, I'll, build up to the, I'll build up to the best one. Oh. So, no offence to James Filus, but this one is the second best email of the week. <laughs> Still uh, a silver medal. He says I listened to the show under the section on the section on celebrity spotting. Um, well, it was obviously from the show earlier in the week, and he said. Literally, as I was listening to this section, I looked up and saw Toby Anstis sitting oh, opposite me wow. on the district line in London. Uh, Toby Anstis, for those who don't know, those who are too young to remember, was a sort of fairly Blue Peter. decent sort of Blue Peter presenter. Yeah. Um, and I also said, if you're going to send your celebrity spots in, for legal reasons, you're going to have to get a photo of them holding the day's paper. He said he was holding today's paper, but I didn't take a picture. I was too terrified my phone would make an audible noise or flash, and everyone would know what I was up to. Yeah. Uh, Hard thing my... to explain. Yeah, he also said, Anstis is barely a celebrity, so I've decided evidence shouldn't be necessary anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, Fair he, enough. He was from that generation of children's TV presenters who hung out in cupboards with stuffed animals. That was the sort of thing we were subjected to here, wasn't it? It happened. Weirdly, I, I'm not trying to trump this, but a, a friend of mine, um, without having heard the show or, or knowing that we were doing this celebrity, Thing and um, t- t- he works in the Science Museum in London. And this is ridiculous. He saw Chris Morris and Kate Bush together, just going around Two the very,
3: museum. Two very, very like elusive celebrities, yeah, wow. but,
1: h- who are also huge and in the their elite fields, but very different. And the lead singer of the
2: Lars, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> My goodness, so um,
3: This is a great email. There's yeah. no getting around it. Here we go. It's from Paul Bourdan, he says, um, "I used to live in Rickmansworth." And uh, one of my next-door neighbours... Rickmansworth? It's, sort of it's north, near Watford. Sort yeah, of up north, very, very far north, sort of west, I think. Okay. Um, but my geography isn't great, so that Very could be far wrong. north? It's not uh, that in far In London, north. in terms of right. London. Yeah, in terms right. of London. Um, he said, I used to live in Rickson- Rickmansworth, and one of our next-door neighbours was an executive with the Venezuelan airline Varig. So one summer day, I was raking the leaves in the front garden as all 19-year-olds home from university for the holidays do, and my neighbour pulled up to his driveway in his car. Out of the passenger seat stepped Pele.
1: Oh, my <laughs> giddy. Wow. He was he with Mick Hucknell?
3: Well, let me carry on. <laughs> Ten feet away, I gawped in silent astonishment. Pele didn't say a word to me. I've always assumed he took me for a particularly gormous-looking garden gnome. Uh, presumably he was doing an ad for Varig, although I don't recall ever seeing it. What, Keep up the it, good work, Paul and- Just in the bloke's house? Well, I, I don't know why he was there, but I mean, technically speaking, whenever Pele spotted, it tends to be an advert. Yeah, there's some. So sort it's, it's of a commercial. safe bet. It's I a think safe for bet. the last
2: twenty five seconds I've just done that gulped look. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I, I feel like I should end this by saying we've had a lot of emails about this celebrity spot and thing, mm. probably possibly the most amount of emails on any subject ever. The reason I picked up the Pele one is one because it's brilliant, and two, because if you think you can beat that, get in touch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise <laughs> we're not interested. In from your own garden. Yeah. That's what really makes that a top class. A nineteen year old uh, celebrity spot.
3: A nineteen year old boy has been out there. There in his front gun and he's seen Pele. If you can beat that, be my <laughs> yeah. guest. Also,
1: no, surely none of his mates believed that. No, exactly. It's one of those ones that's ridic- too ridiculous, yeah. I walt <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, there we are if you want to get in touch with your celeb spots email us show at thefootballramble.com the uh, twitter is at footballramble. Uh, the website is thefootballramble.com of course check us out on uh, 4-4-Tunes as well the animated animations of us uh, the excellent Dean does that over at uh, 4-4-Tunes on, on YouTube uh, we look forward to, uh, depending on when you're listening to this uh, to those who are coming to the Birmingham live show and of course the London live show on uh, Monday evening Uh, That was the uh, preview show Sponsored by Bet365 Say goodbye Jim Bye Say goodbye Luke Goodbye And it's goodbye from me